Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. This is one of my favorite episodes that we're ever going to do. Do you know why? We haven't even done it yet. How's it your favorite? Well, it could be horrible. That's fair. It, I just, I'm so optimistic. I'm optimistic about this one because we've clickbaited our listeners. Big time. Big time. If you're here listening to this right now because you saw the title and you're like, oh, I got to know more, um, you've been clickbaited. Well, it's not clickbait like it's going to end up being like super lame and it sounded awesome. It actually is pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. You maybe have heard about it, but we're going to talk about it in context of a deal that we did recently. Mm. For the listeners who are, who are just like binge listening to us and you have, you don't even look at the titles, like you're just like, give me more episodes and you're just like mainlining it. First of all, just thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, to make sure you stay hydrated because a lot of episodes. Uh, but today's episode, we're going to talk about the secret technique for deferring taxes that nobody talks about. Secret? Super secret. Wow. So here's what's going to happen is we're going to talk about it, and it's not going to be a secret anymore. So we're going to let the cat out of the bag, and then the jig is up. Well, the jig's not up. You can still do it, and it just won't be a secret. Well, it's going to be like an Irish jig at that point. We're all going to have to line up on stage, and like it's going to be very regimented. And That's fine, as long as we can defer some taxes. I remember when I was young, I thought river dance was going to be a much bigger thing. Yeah, that, what was that, like two years? Yeah, <laughs> talk about a hot trend. Yeah. I thought, I was like, this is a forever, like, has this been, because I was a kid, I was like, has this been happening forever? <laughs> no, it was just a two-year window. Reed, do you even know what Riverdance is? Okay. It was a big deal. Uh, our listeners who are maybe 40 years, 35 years old and above, like, you guys know, Riverdance was a big deal. It's nothing to do with this episode, so let's get into it. <laughs> Dan, uh... <laughs> The secret technique for deferring taxes that nobody talks about. Go. Ooh. So, 1031 exchange. I don't know if anybody's heard about that. They may have heard about that. But if you, if you know what that is, it is a way to sell a property and take those proceeds from the sale, your profits, and transfer them immediately into something that's like kind. So, in our space, that would be some other kind of real estate. And if you do that, you can take your profits, move them to the next thing, and not take the tax hit. Now, you don't... Uh, forgo the taxes they don't go away you just defer them and the logic here is you can keep deferring until you kick the can uh, i think that's what a lot of guys are, are trying to do mm-hmm. so yeah and then when you die and your children inherit your property it resets so, at the higher basis yeah so if you can make it all the way to your demise then it, those taxes actually do kind of go away they do yeah so, so this is like a, a a tactic that really really wealthy families like the rockefellers and the um, uh, trump's of the world have have utilized for passing like these really valuable assets down through the line. So the 1031 is like the golden goose of tax deferral. It's fantastic. There's some issues though with it. One is the like kind. So 
you, you the building that you're selling has to have the name on the deed of the building that you're selling. So the one that you own right now has to match the name on the deed of the building that you're buying. That's a really big issue. Um, if you want to be passive specifically, and that's what we're going to talk about through in this angle today is like how to do this passively. But the biggest issue with the 1031 that I see is, and this is how I talk about all the time is that it's like riding a horse, trying to thread a needle while riding that horse through a dirt field because the timing is very, very difficult. You have to, when you're ready to sell a building, you have to have another building lined up. That's an awesome deal. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be able to close both of those deals within a pretty tight timeline. And so that can create a lot of issues for investors who you, maybe you want to sell your building and you're looking around the market right now and you're like, where are all the deals? That's a good question. So what do you do? Yeah, it's tough to make deals work in this environment. Real, real estate moves very slow. Uh, so even a you know timeline of 180 days or whatever, um, that might sound like a long time. But when you're dealing with things that take a couple of months to buy and then sell, that's like you know one botched transaction, one buyer backing out or, or one seller backing out is could completely derail things. So it's so it's tricky. And the other main thing you kind of mentioned was um, a lot of people, if they're selling a property, they're probably doing that for a reason. They don't want to own real estate actively anymore. Mm -hmm. So how do you still take advantage of this um, this this opportunity to defer taxes without still being actively involved? I think that's really the secret part is you can actually do that, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about here is something called a tick structure or a tenant tick tack a tenancy in common, which is the secret weapon that nobody talks about for for, defer, for deferring taxes. I had a little stroke there. So here's why it's relevant. So back in June, we did a deal with a couple other investors, two investors in particular, who both had 1031 needs. Both of them wanted to sell their buildings and roll it into a new awesome investment opportunity. They were like duplexes and triplexes. They wanted to put it into a bigger commercial multifamily asset. And they also wanted to make a move towards being more passive. They didn't necessarily want to be involved in the day-to-day -day operations. So they come to us and they've invested into our syndications in the past. And they're like, we'd like working with you guys. Is there a way we can 1031 into your syndication? The answer is yes, but it's complicated. And so it, it, it's really hard to make work. Yeah, usually unless someone is bringing a substantial amount of capital, the cost of actually facilitating that uh, is going to be prohibitive. Yep. So, you know, for under a million dollars, if you've got a couple hundred thousand from a duplex or a couple duplexes, it's going to be tough to find, you know, some sort of large syndicated deal that's going to allow this. So that's where this kind of smaller tick structure comes into play. So then what we did is we had this building. How big was uh, Pleasant was around 34, 34 units? Yeah, 34. So around 34 units. Um, exactly 34 units. <laughs> Give <laughs> around, or take. Around there. Weird little space in the basement. Yeah, we, we call it a bedroom. I mean, city doesn't like it. Um, 34. So you take this building, you take the deed in particular, and you say, okay, the tenant in, co uh, tenant in common is going to say we all are co-owners. That's the important one important thing is we're not necessarily partners. Not partners at we're all. We're co-owners. And we're going to take that deed and we're going to like split it into... It's like on this, slicing a cake. Yeah. On this deal, we had two other people coming 1031. So we split it into thirds. But if for simplicity's sake, let's just say we have one investor bringing 1031 money and it's us on the other side. We split the deed in half and we own half the building and they own the other half. And then, then what? How do we navigate around like the operations and like them being able to stay passive? Yeah. So that's the tricky part is the, the tick is the way it is and allows this to happen for whatever reason, because it's specifically not a partnership. And so you do not want to skirt the lines of creating something that is effectively a partnership 
uh, or else you could be putting the 1031 investors funds at risk. So don't don't get sloppy with this. Um, this is something that is you know watched, right? Uh, and you don't want to end up in an audit or anything like that. So it's very specifically not a partnership. Uh, but that also sets up for some weird nuances um, because by that logic, theoretically, the residents should be paying half the rent to this guy and half the, the rent to this other guy because it's a co-ownership. It's you know two very separate entities. So to avoid that, it's actually pretty simple. You just have a good management agreement that says X, Y, and Z management company agrees to collect the rents on behalf of these two co-owners. So the residents pay one management company. So a management agreement uh with the management company, whether you own that company or it's a third-party company, solves for a lot of those kind of operational issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some other you know, nuances that we don't want to go too far in the weeds for, but that's one of the biggest ones because you don't want your, your residents having to pay two different guys' rent. That's going to be a complete nightmare. Yeah, so that's the, the tenant in common. Um, yeah. You know, this is an under 10 minute episode, so we're going to try and keep it short. Um, but that is the secret technique for deferring taxes that really nobody talks about because the a lot of operators don't do it. It's not something that they probably advertise very broadly because it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a little and it's a little bit. Um, what's the word? I want to say esoteric, uh, convoluted. Well, it convoluted. can be convoluted. Trying to come to a, a structure that makes sense for everybody because it's not a partnership. Right? Yeah, so you, you know, can't just last year we've done like five of these. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> we've done more of these than we've done syndications at this point. At, There's a lot of people year. that have this need. I've noticed. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have been active owners that you know, want to still own real estate, just not do all the things. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you are, you know, started out with your, like your duplex, triplex, or you have a portfolio of active and you're trying to 1031 it, but you also want to kind of go passive, you know, this is a conversation to have with some operators that you might be interested in working with and just saying, Hey, is there any chance that we could do a tenant in common and kind of like structure there that, you know, could uh, facilitate the 1031. So and when you make it work, it's the coolest thing ever. Like that deal that we did in June, pleasant with those two investors it was it's awesome it's super cool to be able to like say like help somebody to defer all those taxes because they had pretty big what what the irs or whoever calls booty yeah or boot no i think it's great to solve that problem especially when when people come to us and they didn't know this existed and we you know kind of shed some light on it they're like oh this is perfect i wish this was more readily available and everybody knew about it because there's a ton of people that would ton of people could use it yep So take this information, go forth and spread it wildly. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Um, Make sure that you get into the the dance line. We're going to be river dancing. And so as you're spreading that, this knowledge to the world, like you're, you're, you're one of the jiggers. That is, maybe we edit that (laughs) part out and we'll guys see you in the next. We love you all. Bye. Yeah. We should probably (laughs) cut that. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.